Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Praise God. I want to read one verse of Scripture in your hearing this morning. To start off, Isaiah chapter number 12 and verse 3. Isaiah chapter 12 and verse number 3. Therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. With joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Would you clap your hands and let's worship the Lord right now. Thank you Jesus. Oh, Lord, anoint your word to our hearts. Praise God. We love you and we praise you. With joy shall you draw waters out of the wells of salvation. You know, I think everybody wants to be happy. Maybe not Scrooge, but even he got happy during Christmas. But, you know, most people deep down want to be happy. Amen. But happiness uh, in and of itself, uh, though, is just, amen, has a tendency to go as quickly as it comes. Uh, it's a temporary feeling or experience, uh, and it's very fleeting. And made some people even think happiness uh, is enjoying the momentary pleasures of sin. Uh, but we understand, uh, amen, those momentary pleasures come and go quickly, amen, but the consequences go on for a long time sometimes. And some people, they even equate happiness with joy. However, happiness and joy are two very different things, amen. This world offers temporary happiness while my God offers everlasting joy. That's what someone once said. Amen. And too many people are looking for joy in all the wrong places. And I'm telling you right right now, there's only one source of joy. Praise God. There's only one source of true joy in this world. And it's becoming clearer by the day. Praise God. People, too many people are looking for joy in things or in shallow relationships. And because of this, they are continually disappointed and let down. And the reason for this is that joy, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah, that comes from any other place than from God Himself is nothing more than temporary happiness disguised as true joy. Amen. Remember, the enemy is a counterfeiter. The, the Antichrist is trying to be like Christ in some way. Amen. And to fool people, praise God. And the spirit of this world tries to have substitutes and counterfeits to the real thing. But there's only one true joy. Amen. And that comes from Jesus Himself. <laughs> praise God. Joy has one source. Happiness has many sources. Joy has one source. 
Kay Warren said, God is the only true source of joy. Psalm 1611 tells us, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Amen. You want fullness of joy instead of a happiness that comes and goes and you can't really depend on it? Amen. It's in his presence. It's at his right hand. It's in prayer. It's in meditation. It's in the word of God. It's in the house of God one person said joy is one of the most infallible signs of the presence of God amen when you've got true joy the Lord is right there with you praise the Lord you know the Bible talks about the fruit of the spirit and there, the fruit uh, is another way of saying the byproduct or the evidence uh, that the Spirit is working in somebody's life. Uh, amen. Uh, hallelujah. And the Spirit is the roots and the trunk of the tree. When we're filled with the Spirit, we become the branches grafted into that tree. And if we continue to abide in Him, we will bear much fruit. And one of those nine fruit of the Spirit that the Bible talks about in Galatians chapter 5 is joy. Hallelujah. Amen. And when we've got the Spirit in our lives, we need to allow the fruit of the Spirit to manifest itself. We need joy. We've got to have joy to get through every day. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. John chapter 15 verse 11 said, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. Praise God. Jesus is letting us know the only way we'll have be full of joy is to allow His joy to remain in us. His joy. That's why we can't, we can't get far from, his, from prayer. We can't get far from His Word. We can't get far from His house. Amen. We've got to stay close. Praise God, we need the joy of the Lord. You say, well, what is joy? Joy is not a temporary emotion like happiness can be. It's not a temporary reaction to your circumstances. Amen. Amen. Like when you're told that you can go home early. Amen. On a day when you thought you're going to have to be there and fight the traffic, you can have a, you know, a quick little woo and be all happy. Amen. But then that can go away when you get the flat tire on your way home or something like that. Amen. But joy is not fleeting like that. Joy is enduring. Let me give you an example. Apostle Paul wrote the book of Philippians. And although it's one of the shorter books in the New Testament, only four chapters, he speaks about joy many times in this four chapter book he uses the word joy or rejoice rejoiced or rejoicing a total of 18 times in those four chapters and one might assume that when he was writing that book because he was talking about all kinds of joy that he must have found a bag of money at the end of the rainbow a pot of gold and he must have been a happy camper and he was feeling great and everything was going good 
good. There was no issues in his life because, man, nobody would talk about joy and rejoicing 18 times in that short a period. Amen. If it wasn't all going great. But in fact, Paul wrote the book of Philippians while he was in jail. Amen. He was in prison in Rome awaiting to be appealed unto Caesar. Amen. Let me tell you something. Joy has nothing to do with your circumstances. Joy is Jesus. Joy is Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The joy Paul possessed had nothing to do with where he was, what he was going through or where he was in his life at that particular time. It had everything to do with his faith and walk in God. Philippians 4.4, 4, one of those memorable verses in that book that he wrote about. It said, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, Rejoice. Paul, you're in prison. What are you talking about? Getting all joy and all this stuff. Because he knew joy is not happiness. Amen. Joy is something that comes deep. A fruit of the Spirit. and evidence of the, of the supernatural God living inside your heart that'll keep you going when everything else seems to not be there for you. Hallelujah. Rejoice in the Lord always. Amen. Don't ever forget the joy of the Lord is your strength. Not the joy of this and the joy of that. Not the happiness of this and the happiness of that. The only real strength that comes from happiness or joy comes from the presence of Jesus Christ himself. So the simplest and yet most profound definition of joy is joy is Jesus. Joy is Jesus. Joy is Jesus. Hallelujah. I might be sick, but I can still have joy. I might have my, had my hours cut at work. I might even have been laid off. Amen. But I can still have joy. I might be going through a trial or a temptation, a tribulation right now, but I can still have joy. I might know, not know what tomorrow will bring me, but I can still have joy. That's the difference between just ordinary happiness and real God's joy in my life. You see, when you truly have Jesus, you'll have joy. When you truly trust Jesus, you'll have joy. When you truly have a close relationship with Jesus, you'll have joy. Amen. And when you remember where God has brought you from, and most importantly, when you look forward to where you're going to spend eternity, you will have joy. I might not be feeling good in my body right now, but I'm going to be walking on streets of gold someday. I might not be getting the money I need to get at work because of this pandemic or whatever. Amen. But I'm going to go through some gates of pearl. I might not be a man in some of the relationships I want to be in, and they're not as good as I want them right now, whatever, but I'm going to go before the throne of God and see Jesus up in heaven someday. And that's why I've got joy. See, if we're not careful, we can be robbed of our joy when we focus on the temporary, when we focus on what our five senses is telling us, that like, oh my goodness, what's going on here? Amen. 
and uh, the visible things around us. But Paul told us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16, Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is re- being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, and the things which are not seen are eternal. That's why I've got joy. I cannot focus on what I'm seeing. I cannot focus. Amen. On the temporary, joy is Jesus. Peter told us in 1 Peter 1.8, talking about Jesus, whom having not seen, you still love Him. In whom though ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. Praise God. I'm serving an invisible God. I've never seen Jesus with my naked eye. But I'm telling you, I know He's there because I feel Him. Amen. And I've seen His handiwork in so many lives and situations. Praise God. And that's why I have joy. Amen. Because even though I don't see Him, I've got faith and trust in Him and I believe. Amen. He that cometh to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder them that diligently seek him and because of this I rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory Jesus let us know in no uncertain terms what our greatest joy in this life should be amen and I'm not saying to we, we, we didn't have other things that were made us very happy or even a certain amount of, of human uh, joy, inspired joy, like when our kids were born and when we got married, when things ha- great things happened, or, you know, and just highlights of our lives. and That's awesome. But, amen, Jesus said the greatest thing that should bring us joy in this life. He told us in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, amen, when He had sent to the 70 out, amen, to go and preach the gospel and heal the sick and cast out devils. They came back and gave Him a report, amen, praise God, and they said, Lord, we, 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 we were excited, we preached, and the devils were subject to us in your name, and we just had great, great moves of God out there. In verse 19, Jesus said, Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, so he was saying, I just said something profound. I just said something powerful. I gave you power. Amen. You got authority. Amen. Nothing's going to hurt you. But nevertheless, what I'm about to tell you is the greatest reason. Amen. I'm, I'm glad you guys are rejoicing that, you, that the devils, amen, had to back off when you went to preach and you cast them out. But he said, I'm telling you what your greatest joy should be. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice, but rather rejoice, because your names are written in heaven. That's my greatest joy. Amen. That I've been born again and I'm ready to go. Amen. My name is written in heaven. 
When you obey the gospel of Jesus Christ and are saved, your name is written in heaven in the Lamb's book of life. Praise God. And Jesus is letting us know this should be our greatest joy in life. And let me give you some more reasons why we should be full of joy. Amen. We are going to a city, New Jerusalem, whose builder and maker is God. We are going to a place where there will be no more sorrow. There will be no more pain. And there'll be no more sickness. We are going to a place, amen, where there is no devil or demons to tempt us or to cause us any grief. Amen. That's why I'm going to have joy right now. I can have joy now for what I see in the future. Because God has promised so many wonderful things to his people. Amen. Revelation 21 verse 1. John said, I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Verse 4, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and their shall be no more death neither sorrow nor crying neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away that's why I got joy Jesus is joy and joy is Jesus praise God verse 22 and I saw no temple therein for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is a light thereof. Hallelujah. Amen. And let me tell you something, folks. Amen. Uh, Even people that really don't know what's going on can can tell something is happening really fast in this world. Amen. But the people of God, the people of the Word, they should be understanding right now that our time is short. Amen. And He's coming back soon. Praise God. And it's going to be okay. And our light affliction that we're going through is just for a moment. But we, it's going to be of exceeding far great eternal weight of glory coming down the pipe Woo! praise God oh hallelujah and I close with my text verse Isaiah 12 3 therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation with joy amen folks being saved is what it's all about And not just, well, I got saved a long time ago and forgot about it and I went about my way. No, it's not a one and done thing. This is a getting saved and not looking back. This is getting saved and not taking your hand off the plow. This is getting saved and taking up your cross and following Him. This is getting saved and having a relationship with God. Amen. And coming through the waters of grave of baptism. Amen. And grass and walking newness of life and becoming a new creature. Dying out to the old self and moving forward with Jesus. Amen. And that salvation experience, yes, it happens at a period in time in the beginning. 
but we are continually. The Bible said, you read the book of Acts, they were filled with the Holy Ghost many times. Not only in Acts chapter 2, but Acts chapter 4, they were full again. And then they were full again. And God wants us to keep full. Praise God. And when you're full, remember, amen, not only does the love of God shed abroad in your hearts by the Holy Ghost given to us, but also one of the other, amen, through the Spirit, and that is joy. Praise God. You full, you stay full of God. You stay full of the wells of salvation. And you dip that bucket down and you're going to have joy. You keep bringing some fresh water up out of the wells of salvation every day. And you're going to have some fresh joy. Amen. Praise God. We must be born again. Amen. That's what Jesus said. If we want to see the kingdom of God, we must be born again. If we want to enter in the kingdom of God, we must be born of the water and spirit. Praise God. Amen. We must repent of our sins and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And we must be filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues. Amen. So that God will touch us and help us. Let the joy of the Lord be our strength in His presence as fullness of joy. Oh, thank you, Lord. Joy is Jesus. Would you stand with me this morning? What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.